This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty Podcast. We're here, 2003, week 14, closing on the end of the regular season. And uh, we haven't seen a loss in a long time, boys. That's right. It's been kind of nice. How many in a row is this? This is... They come into this game with eight consecutive wins. Last time we saw a loss was week four in Washington. uh, So we're one-third of the way through, right? Is 23... I believe it's 21 or 23. I can't remember. So, we'll call it a third. Roughly a third. We're cruising through, yeah. Um, but this is yet another game that our listeners will remember at least one play from. Um, maybe only one play. I only remembered the one play, but we'll get to yeah, that. I agree. But we have the Miami Dolphins visiting Gillette Stadium. Uh, and also Mother Nature visiting Gillette Stadium because the commentators in this game could not get over the fact that New England had received 28 inches of snow. It was a fair a pretty bit of good snow. dump. Yeah, it's a good dump. But this, I think, is an all time crowd shot game. Oh, yeah, that's why it's so the people nice. literally just dug themselves in, like you couldn't see the seat, so they just like dug a seat in the two feet of snow. And just sat on that. And it was fucking amazing. Just like watching the people try to get to their seats and just like sliding down all the, the snow banks and stuff, just trying to like find somewhere to plop themselves. I've always wondered that about like like it, big snowstorms. Yeah. How do you, it's got to be a logistical nightmare to shovel those with the seats and everything. Well, I think what happened is it dumped the snow right before during the day. Right. Because they were saying, like, we didn't even get that much in Boston. We got like a foot, and then we get there, and it's two feet. So it's right. snowed a shitload more south. Yeah. Imagine Route One during all that shit, too. Oh. I feel like I've heard stories of people who went to this game, and they said, you know, normally getting home takes two hours. This one, it took like four and a half <laughs> just because of how the much parking snow lot. Was. It didn't snow during the game as much, though. No, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of snow happening during like it, it was happening at the beginning of the game, but it tapered off pretty quick. Which honestly, like time. right after the storm can actually be kind of nice. Oh yeah, it's always so quiet. Yeah. I love the way that the snow just like muffles all the sounds. It's beautiful. But let's see, what was the weather? They showed the weather at the beginning. It was twenty-eight degrees, wind chill was seventeen, winds of fifteen to thirty miles an hour. Yeah, end's game was long as shit. It was two hours on that YouTube. Yeah. Let's give it a let's give it a Lombardi watchability score. Oh, all right. Well, first of all, I want to know, Greg, did you watch the entire game or did you do highlights? Highlights. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, it's final score is twelve to nothing. I was yeah, like, I'll watch the few plays that probably are good to watch, but I don't I mean, need to see the rest. <laughs> I like a defensive battle. Um. Even having said this, I think you could skip. Uh, first three quarters, first, first half. You know what I wish I could do? Just skip all the offensive plays and just watch the defense snap to snap to snap. Because like when the if pass you, yeah. is on, it was pretty impressive. Yes, yeah. This was I actually wrote down that this was the 
I've never seen a Patriots defense as amped up as in this game. Like it's sort of every tackle was like an absolute monster hit. And then as soon as the guy, the tackler got up, he like everybody was jumping on, like slapping his helmet and just like everybody was just amped to the nines. It was ridiculous. It seemed like they're coming off the Colts game there. That's true. And also this, uh, if they win this game, they clinch the AFC East as well. So it's a hat and t-shirt game. But the defense is so like dominant too, though. Like this game, the Dallas game, the, the even like the indie game, they held Peyton Manning really good. It's so, like they're playing out of their minds. It looks similar to the Patriots defense last year, nineteen, mm. at the first half of the season. First they were season, just yeah. they you couldn't do shit against them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is their second shutout of the year. Is that right? They had a stat in this game. They crossed fifty possessions with no TDs at home. Yes. great possessions not giving up a touchdown at home. Yeah. Sick. Well, they That's showed uh, it was 48 uh, mm-hmm. when Miami lined up at their own four-yard line uh, right before the, the infamous play. But let's see. Uh, they've had two shutouts so far, this one and then the, the Cowboys. Both 12 nothing. strangely enough. Um, I think there might be another one at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, they, 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 held the Giants, the they held the Giants to six points, and they held the Browns to three points. Which feels Yeesh. like ages ago. So one, two, three, four, five games have given up a total of nine points. That's bananas. And these are all against like good teams too. Um, they showed a stat about. Uh, did I take a screenshot of that one? There's something about like the Patriots versus teams with. Oh yeah, Patriots versus teams with winning records this year. Six and zero. They beat Philadelphia 31-10, beat Tennessee. That was a good game, the 38-31. Yeah. Beat Miami in overtime. So actually now they're 7-0 because they beat Miami again. Beat Denver, beat Dallas, yeah. beat Indy. Well, the Denver game is the intentional safety game too. Right, yep. The Indy game is the fourth down stop. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee the, game, they won 38-30. That was with, uh, wasn't that Ty Law at the end to seal it? Yep. Where he limped uh, his way in the, the end zone after, after picking it off. Was the Dolphins game the overtime bomb Detroit Brown? Yep. So none yeah, of these are the only blowout really was Philadelphia 31-10 coming off of the 31-0 drubbing week one. Yes. Yeah. So so but yeah, Brady's been playing his best against these winning teams as well. Um versus those six teams. Uh he's averaging 259 yards per game. He's thrown 11 touchdowns, only three interceptions. Which is pretty good because he's actually thrown a handful of interceptions this season, like double digits, but only three against the good teams. His passer rating is 95 and a half. So that's pretty good. Dolphins, on the other hand, not so good. Um, at least not in the weather. There was a whole bunch of thing about Miami teams playing in the weather. And I think those are my favorite games when Miami comes to New England in December. Because they're always just woefully impre- unprepared for some reason. Yeah, everybody looked cold except for Junior Seau. Yes. He did not look cold at all, but no, he was loving it. Dolphins look freezing. But in the Globe, I think it was the, the day before the game, they had a little uh, chart of all the games um, of the Dolphins having played in Foxborough 10 times after December 1st. And of those 10 games, they've won only three of them. So not, not great. And also... Um, Miami, since 97, playing games under 50 degrees, which apparently is cold for a Miami team. They are 3-10 and 10 
lost five straight and their turnover difference negative 21. Mm. That's tough. In 13 Get games. Butterfingers in the cold. That's a lot. Yeah, they, they're just. Well, it's probably has something to do with uh, the underinflated footballs in oh, New good. England. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 They do save those for the cold games. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's you, true. You yeah. don't want that competitive advantage edge until it really counts. Right. Yep. Just, just like me saving my um, my underinflated tires this morning for for the winter. Yeah, this is appropriate for uh, the the current climate these yeah. days. Yes, huh? it's very true. Time. Shout out Texas. Yeah, <laughs> Texas getting more snow than us up here in New England right now. Yeah, it feels very apropos, doesn't it? There's a lot of internet chatter about people being better or worse than other people because of their tolerance for difficult weather, right. <laughs> which, yeah. which there's nothing better, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> one of my favorite internet. Arguments. I mean, that's probably yeah. basic arrogance over tolerance of weather is yeah. the best. <laughs> I mean, I do that with you guys now because you've both grown soft having moved to the South. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, it's, it's 30 degrees. Let's, let's, Let's batten the hatches. It's all relative, Andy. T-shirt weather, baby. Mm -hmm. it right. all it's relative. all weather, but that's not going to stop me from giving you shit about it, right? Yeah, but, you know. It's only fair. It makes you a bitch. <laughs> well, the warm weather's made you a bitch, I think, is what you meant to say. Dude. <laughs> cold rain, there's nothing worse. No, cold rain is the worst. Yeah. But it's got to be, like, just above freezing, like, 35 I feel like the Dolphins think that snow is the worst, though, because they did not like this game. <laughs> they did not. Actually, I wanted to bring up the, the drive chart in this game. Oh, we didn't actually give it a, a Lombardi. A score, did we? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd probably give it higher than you would think, so you go first. Uh, I would give it a three and a half. You could probably convince me to give it a four just because of the, the memorable play. And the Four. and the the snow yeah. and the I was going two and a half, Greg. I, <laughs> I was going two Super Bowls in Lombardi and a twelve nothing game. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it was not super. I like I slow. like defensive shutouts like this. Like, I know. this, this is my jam. So their offense looks so trash. I yeah, it's so sad watching Antoine Smith just not. That was the game know. plan, though. Run his ass up the know. middle until he. In ugly games, but that doesn't mean it's not ugly, you know. Yeah. Twenty-seven for sixty yards. He averaged two point two yards a carry. And he yeah, had a how did Ricky Williams do though? Key points, but yeah. I mean, Ricky tough. didn't do much better, but he did do better. Uh, Miami had one hundred and thirty-four total yards of offense in this game. Yeah, like I said, just give me the Pages' defensive plays. I love it because. They were dominant. That's what Peach's I mean. Yeah. So, so either. just, yeah, just fast forward through the, the page. As soon as the page get the ball, just fast forward through that shit and then yeah. wait till the defense comes on. Because here are, the, I'm going to just get a real quick give you the drive chart of the Dolphins on the day. Um, they give you the, the yards that they gained and then the end result. So, five yards, punt, five yards, punt, six yards, punt, 30 yards, punt. Minus three yards punt, two yards punt, 25 yards punt, minus one yards punt. And then we're in the third quarter, by the way. So this is one of their third drive of the third quarter. They actually got moving, 41 yards, uh, and then they fumbled it. And then minus one yard punt, seven yard punt, zero yards, interception return for a touchdown, nine yards punt, zero yards interception, minus one yard safety. 
to end it. Mm, that's a good cherry on the yeah. On that's the what it was like. The pages sandwich. defense was getting closer and closer and closer and closer, and you just like the there's so game. many missed interceptions. Oh yeah, like Ty Law himself had, I think, three dropped interceptions before he finally got one at the end. Yeah, Andy, you should do a super cut of all of the missed interceptions leading up to that that Teddy one because oh, everyone remembers yeah. it for that one Teddy interception. Yeah. but this could have uh, been an absolute blow. Willie McGinnis almost had a diving interception. Yeah, I think was supposed to be a screenplay. Like yep. there was, it was like it a was, little outcurl no. of the tight end. I think it kind of in the flat, and he's yeah, some play. And that was the fourth miss. Inter- I put a note fourth near INT by Willie. Fiedler, three for three, an INT on nearly every drive. So this is like the fourth Dolphins drive, and he almost throws a pick on all of them. Yeah. And I think uh, Asante Samuel took one between the – what number was he? I don't even remember. Two the and twos. two. Yeah. He, he took he took a football between the twos that he, he couldn't catch. There was one that hit a defender in the hands, bounced up in the air, and the Dolphins guy caught it for like a 34-yard game. Oh, like, I love that, those. That, yeah, that was the 30 yards of their 41-yard drive. That was the only drive they had, and it was because of that. Yeah, and that's one of the like the uh, only times they moved the ball, and we even had a pick at that point. So like we had so many chances, and then finally yeah. fucking somebody catches one of these, and it's their player. Yeah, but they're still like, hanging in there, so still long. hanging in there. Um, but yeah, this it was basically nothing until that third quarter. Patriots put up a field goal. A lot which, of Matt Turk. A lot of Matt Turk. Also, also more like Matt Jerk. A lot of Brooks Bernard. Ba- Barnard. Barnard. Bernard. The, the barnyard animal. The barnyard, yeah. Uh, a street free agent up until this week, but they got so sick of Ken Walter, like, you know what? Fuck it. Cutting him. We're going to find a guy off the street because he can't be doing any worse. And he didn't. But this guy's first fucking game comes in and only has to punt 10 times in a snowstorm. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> With a crazy wind. Yeah, Dude, oh, yeah, my game ball goes to this guy. He played out of his mind. Not every he, punt was great, but nope. But his first punt, when he had his first punt, I don't. Even, it was like a mediocre punt, but he got a standing O when he did it because <laughs> he wasn't Ken Walter. Dude, this it's is his one. only game ever in his career. Career. Yeah. Oh shit. Wow. Yes, Wait. So only who punts one. next week? I, guess I don't know what happens to Brooks because we'll he was fired out. Yeah. Good. It was all right. Yeah, I looked him up on uh, on LinkedIn. He was in Baltimore. In <laughs> LinkedIn? Yeah, he's a VP at TELUS. He's a, like a, he used to work at uh, Under Armour doing sports marketing. And did you connect with him? Well, I'm gonna once we release this, I'm gonna send it to him on LinkedIn. Be like, hey, buddy, we talked about you. More appropriate, uh, are you gonna are you gonna do that from Kelly's account? Because I think that's Ooh, what we yeah. do on this podcast. <laughs> I should go like Kelly. Okay. Barnard, the Barnard dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Are you he did making these up, or his, uh, his so his first punt he got a standing O, and the second punt uh, bounced the end zone, and he immediately got booed. And <laughs> he fucking tough crowd. But he also made that Teddy an INT on some level because he punted and got him out yeah. on the five yard line. It was oh awesome yeah, punt. yeah yeah. Um, but uh, some of the ripples of Ken Walter being gone is that Damon Heward's now holding for field goals. So. That, that uh, it didn't look great. Uh, Adams only he kicked one field goal, but it went over the goalpost. I've never seen something so close, by the way. That went directly over the goalpost. Mm. Yeah, which technically apparently is good as long as 
the ball stays inside the outside of the goal. Which are like, oh, good luck telling me. How do you not have goal line technology for that? I mean, it's 2000. I mean, 2000. You don't even have well, yeah, I mean, like now. They could barely right? get the yellow. Oh, now. Oh, yeah. Agree, yeah. Yeah, now just it seems points like the fucking lasers up. If it, yeah, it seems like some of the, all those problems are really easy to solve. Yeah. Like the, you know, QB sneaks at the one or the mm-hmm. close to first down. Like they have it in soccer and tennis. Yeah. We you have the technology hard, to right? do it. Yeah. You know, where's the VAR? But I mean, also how long did it take him to put cameras on the, the pylons that Belichick wanted? They finally got that this mm. year. This no. smells like a conspiracy. It yes. is. Yeah, I agree, Greg. It's because Tom Brady is so good at QB sneaks. Like, you know what? No, we don't want to give him that advantage because mm. he will know and he will practice. And so we don't we don't need that. Either that or it'll cost the owners like an extra 10K a year to do it. And they're like, <laughs> nope. Exactly it, Greg. Nope, yeah, not doing is, it. That, that's actually <laughs> If the players want to pay for it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it up the next collective bargaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so if we can, if anybody out here, uh, anybody listening knows Brooks Bernard, the oh, I'm, I'm dog. reach out to him on LinkedIn, dude. All right, but yeah, if anybody can get us uh, a hookup, we'll we'll have him on and we'll we'll talk some football. Maybe. Because I mean, how cool is it to be like a street free agent come in and like be the punter for this game, and that's like that's it, that's it. Like, I would pay money for that. Like, I, I'm not gonna say I can out punt Brooks Barnard, but I could probably out punt Ken Walter. I'm no. not a good punter. No, no. I mean, no. <laughs> you're not any type of punter. Ken Walter was punting at 20 yards. <laughs> You've never punted at any shape. Punted way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Andy, that's a hard note. <laughs> but oh, how could it be? Well, yeah, well, we'll ask we'll ask Brooks when he comes on. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, we'll ask him. We'll on. get an expert on. He'll right. settle this. Yeah, exactly. Uh also on that that kind of punt field goal team, something that will come up later, Lonnie Paxton gets hurt in this game yes i've been yes. sort of keeping my eye on this all year mm-hmm. um because i i can't i still can't find that story about the dude he gets put in service here i found of, it you dead yep i'm just keeping on the back burner until yeah. it comes Let's up bring that yes. up in the super bowl because i remember that's where it really all came to a head but this is where he gets injured and he's out for the rest of the year yep. and he gets injured after brooks barnard pretty decent punt to their 44 he commits a holding penalty look yep. pretty clear and gets injured on the play, and then Brooks has to punt again from the back of his own end zone, and it's a 20-yard yes. swing, you know? Brooks' yeah, stats should be better. I agree. I agree. But this is also, I don't know if you caught this, the reason that Tom Brady has a punt. His first punt. He has multiple. Did he have Tom multiple? Brady punted? He did. He punted in the fourth quarter. It actually set up the... Oh, yeah. uh, the safety because he punted down to the one yard line Yeah, downed by Dan- much maligned Daniel Graham, who I think dropped another three or four passes in this game. Yeah. Bad hands. Yeah. Like on screens, like just hitting him right in the hand and just skipping right out. I thought it was Givens. No. Uh, the announcer said it was Graham, but it may have been Givens. I'm I think it was sure. Givens because he was a wide receiver I and mean, he was one. Yeah. Yeah. But great, great uh, punt team. Actually a pretty good punt. Yeah, I snapped it to you, Greg. Come on. You did? Greg. Yeah. Oh. I'll watch it now. Oh, yeah, I sent it to a bunch of people. Uh, but speaking yeah. of injuries, no Troy Brown in this. He was inactive again. So Kevin Falk was playing the Troy Brown role, I think, of just kind of being that smartest guy in the field sort of thing. You know, early, 
early dynasty MVP, Kevin Falk. All right. All right. Let's, let's actually dig into this because okay. I get why you're saying this, um, but I have a counterpoint. Not that I don't like Kevin Falk or maybe even disagree with your stance. Would you, would you like me to present my argument then you can counter it? I already know your argument. You've been talking about it for weeks. No, but in this, in this one, like he is doing the Troy Brown stuff. Uh, like he didn't put up big numbers. He has a fumble too. Because he got knocked the fuck out on a dirty hit. But yeah, that's fine. He got knocked out. Which actually, okay. Um, That's, that's a good little segue. Uh, (laughs) Oh, remember Uh, us. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's that time of the podcast where I'm going to start talking about the, uh, the announcers, the announcers, yes, oh. dude, they were they were good. Uh, they were okay, except for this. Falk is up and off the field. The good news is he's up and off. The bad news is Kevin Falk thinks he's Marshall Falk. Falk is up. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah come on, Andy. in two thousand three, maybe. Yeah, That's that was funny. awesome. That's good commentating. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think that I flies do. these oh, days. Funny. Oh, why? Because it's Your problematic, cousins, bro. Because he got knocked the fuck out. So it's, I think it's funny. I don't know. That's rough. We didn't even know what CTE was, dude. Yeah. He was he was lying on the field, stiff as a board, with his dude. arms like stuck out like this. Yeah, it was, happens like, it all was the a, time. Yeah. It was a bad one. He got his bell rung. Uh, well, <laughs> according to the Boston Globe, um. The injury report, Patriots running back Kevin Falk, when knocked out, did not return. Mm. Yeah. When knocked out of what? His fucking, I don't know, cranial. Front, frontal lobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it was a bad they, those were the highlights on Sports Center. those big hits like that, though, you know? It's true. But it's a different Just the up. fact that he was like, he was laying there with his arms like, stuck but it's still in that objectively position. funny because they're cousins and they have the same last name yeah and marshall falk's a big name at the time too he's not like throwing back to marshall falk uh, <laughs> you don't talk about my kevin funny. falk like that all right so here's my counterpoint don't, which, don't get me wrong i love kevin falk but he never has like big plays he's very dependable in you know short term and like Less than 15 yard plays, a couple screens that go along, but he never has any like big play. He never rips off long runs. He never like, you know, t- catches a wheel route, takes the house. Counter to your counterpoint, neither does Julian Edelman. No, Julian Edelman has big plays. Julian Edelman is the engine that keeps drives going. He doesn't have big plays. He, he had the biggest play hit. for the Patriots this year. Which one? <laughs> the one against Seattle. Remember that one? That crazy catch. That was the Patriots' longest play from scrimmage all year. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But I don't think that's a good thing. That's like saying Kevin Falk is your leading rusher <laughs> on the year. Like that's, that's not what you want, you know? That's a fair point. Yeah. But I, th- I think Kevin Falk, because, I mean, there's always that one guy. First it's Troy Brown, then it's Kevin Falk, and then uh, I'd say you could probably throw James White in that. Uh, maybe even a Dion Lewis back in the day. But there's always when that head, one guy when you need that that conversion or you just need a couple yards, like the drives have been stalling and you're not getting anywhere. The one guy that's going to jumpstart things and always be dependable and he'll get you the first down. He's not going to be flashy about it. That's the Dion branches of the world or the, the Randy Mosses. But to get that first down or even um, Wes Welker, same idea. Those guys that just kind of keep things moving, yeah. keep drives alive so that Brady can then go take shots at. It's a WD-40. I love it. 
I'm not disagreeing, but I don't know if that's like- WD33. WD33. We just made up a sick nickname after a player has retired. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it, dude. Nah, fuck it. We're making (laughs) t-shirts. We retired like 10 years ago, dude. (laughs) WD33. That's sick. That's sick. All right. We'll save that for the next player who fits that role. Maybe it'll be uh, Gunnar Olszewski or someone, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, but Troy uh, Kevin Fogg in this game, he he was returning punts sometimes. It was him and Tyrone Poole, and I think he was like the hands guy, and Tyrone Poole was like supposed to be the returner guy. So one punt that was about to go in the end zone, uh, Kevin Fogg came over and like pretended to block the gunner, so the gunner paid attention to him, so the ball could roll into the end zone. Great heads up play. And then he also recovered Tyrone. You're going to give the announcer's credit for calling that out. Yep. Most announcers miss that, Andy. Come on. That's right. Yeah. But then they also fucking make that joke that was made in the, wasn't that a Snickers commercial? The guy gets a a concussion. It's a football player. It's like, uh, why are you shitting on them for not, for like, it's on commercials. Of course they're going to make those jokes then, Andy. Why is that a bad thing? It's a bad thing now. Okay. Yeah, but we're we canceled culture now. Greg There's... has said all sorts of bad things in this podcast. We're gonna judge him now for it. Yeah, he's not famous enough for that. Yeah, no, I and I did it knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, at the end of this game, Dietrich Ward was returning punts, which that's tough. Dietrich, Dietrich Ward. Well, Kevin that also really neat yeah. pickup. <laughs> it's neat. He was it's just so neat we could get that guy. Yeah. Even JJ Stokes. It's I'm forever neat. going to associate Diedrich Ward with the word neat from here on out. Because <laughs> my exposure is going to be like these three games he's involved in that's and not one quote. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all the games he's really involved in, too. Yeah. I don't think he plays much more. It's incredible, man. The fact that these people are trotting out Diedrich Ward and JJ Stokes committing a million penalties. Yeah, and still make the Super Bowl. Yeah, like this, this offense was not great. And oh yeah, and um, Antoine Smith is back there as your lead back. Yeah, with mm. nothing in the tank. Who was apparently last week was inactive for the game. Well, that's because yeah. they're on the turf. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you go from an active to be in the starter, like that's yeah, it's typical Patriots shit, isn't it? Um, getting 30 carries and you look at the right. offense you'd be like hey if we just have like a, like a Corey Dillon type back in there we'd be so good <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's so true because like the one thing they're missing is like an awesome run game because there's a bunch of highlights from Clinton Portis oh, this, yeah so the, the game break for this was going back to the Broncos Chiefs game because Chiefs are in first place or a game ahead of the Patriots but they're playing a division game uh, against the Broncos, and it's Priest Holmes versus what's his face? Clinton Portis. He was Clinton Portis. really good in that Denver game we played earlier this year. Yeah. So they start off the game uh, trading touchdowns. So they both had two touchdowns each. Um, but Clinton Portis ended up winning this battle of the running backs for going twenty-two for twenty-two carries, two hundred eighteen yards, five touchdowns mm. to beat the the Chiefs, which put New England in first place. In the AFC. Those touchdowns were so sick, too. One, he put just open field move on the safety. Oh. Awesome. That was the sickest one. One, he just, like, accelerated the goal to the pylon. No yeah. one could touch him. And the other one was just 
flat out speed like yeah, seven like yards all his touchdowns out. were from like 30 40 yards out like yeah. it didn't really have any short ones i don't think it's so sweet i don't know yeah was it sunny there yeah yeah i love a game break that has a different like yes weather yeah you know like or if even like a different like time a of day they, like if you watch it and it's like yeah. getting towards like the mm-hmm. like the, the the nighttime games in new england then they cut to like a san diego yeah. game or something or san francisco it's like oh look it's noon yeah and then it cuts back and like everyone's just wearing slop because the field in Gillette yeah, sucks at this point which did you catch this the field is heated yeah i did see yeah that. they have a heated that? field they, they heat it to 55 degrees like you would a pool yeah that's fucking i want a heated fucking field in my yard well, it clearly didn't work <laughs> that's amazing I, can i heat my driveway <gasps> yes yes, yes can. i can Fuck, I bet that's expensive. You heat your floor of your bathroom too. That's pretty common. Yeah, I was gonna. I think Kelly's dad did the whole house. There you go. The whole house has heated floors. Yeah, the whole entire thing. It's ridiculous. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, they just ran like runs like this small tubing. Yeah. In these grooves, and it's just the entire floor. They were up there in like the middle of December putting it in. Holy shit! It's like this brittle tubing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> great to put in. He's like, think. yeah, Lori was like getting blisters on her hands, and he's just like, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> mush, mush. <laughs> well, she just fucking digs her fingers in these grooves. Oh, poor woman. It's like, God damn, Mr. Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of whipping, Dolphins got whipped. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no, I wrote down. You didn't, down, down. didn't like that one, Andy? Come on. Mm-hmm. I wrote down that um, the only player who was staying warm today was Jay Fiedler because the defense was bringing the heat on mm. him the entire fucking game. Mm. But he was also uh, four for 10 for 15 yards in the first half. He just so, couldn't throw the ball into the wind at all, and they knew it, and they were breaking on every single slant. Or they were, yeah. just Nobody was open. Jay yeah. Fiedler, not known for his arm strength. Yeah. No. It was, it was bad. Yeah, the whole thing was bad. But last yeah. week they apparently like they came in on a high because last week they, the Dolphins beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Yeah, forty-one to three or four something. in a row. They said they had five turnovers, five sacks. Like the, I think it was a defensive thing. So it's, I think these AFC East teams are all defense-heavy uh, game manager offenses. You know, I mean, it's back when they were all good too. Like these games were big games. Yeah, because I mean the Bills, same sort of thing. They had that. That defense that we saw in week one that absolutely smoked the Patriots. The Jets always have good defenses. I feel like that all falls apart for all three of them after this season. Mm, pretty close. Cool. I think the Dolphins may have one They'll more. They'll start year. falling off pretty soon for all of yeah. them. Um, speaking of falling off, Ricky Williams, we've talked about this because of he did his own contract. Yeah. And he, I think he had the most rushing yards. He led the league last year with like 1,700 or something like that. He's already over a thousand yards this season, but they're all like, he's fallen off. Okay. He looked fine. They just he had three consecutive hundred yards games coming into this. Um, and they get broken here. But like, I think the reason they were saying he had fallen off was because he went from averaging something like, I think they may have shown it. Let's see if I took a screenshot. It's because he likes smoking weed. They're trying to black bomb. I think conspiracy so. again. But I think uh, – yeah, I didn't 
it was something like he was averaging last season. He averaged like 5.7 yards a carry on the season. And this year he's averaging like under four, it's like three and a half. So it's taking him a whole lot more. It's part part Dave Wansat's fault. There's like a third and three and they, they pass a feeler into the wind. And it's like, dude can't throw it more than three yards. Why are you not running him? Even the commentators are calling him out. Which if you remember the end of the season, last season, he was backed up at it. The he was winning, and he had already rat, rushed for 170 something yards. With Ricky yes. Williams he decided to throw it three times out of his own fucking end zone. Yes, let the yeah. Patriots uh, get to overtime. Yeah, so not really known for his. Uh, More known for his mustache than his play calling. We'll call yeah, it. I would say so. Um, so that's not great. Uh, but you know who was great in this game? Teddy Bruschi. I was gonna say Rodney yeah. Harrison. Oh. oh yeah, Harrison Teddy Bruschi. Teddy Bruschi had a, a great play. Yeah, I would say Harrison and Vrabel uh, were the top two. Vrabel apparently had the flu all week, hadn't practiced, came to this game, and absolutely was just like the most disruptive force on that defensive line. This is his best game of his career, I would think, to this point. To this point, probably this the close. first time yeah. you see him, and it's like that's a Vrabel you know. You know, the games you watched him and he hadn't been nearly as good as you remember. You know he's going to get there, obviously, yeah, yeah. but this is the first game where he just looks like a real problem for the tackles. Yeah, him and um, Richard Seymour well, running yeah. stunts all day. And, and just... Yeah, Richard had been doing that all the last yeah. two years at this point. Yeah. I just like, because, you know, when you think of Richard Seymour, you think of him just being like a big, tall, long dude batting down passes, running down quarterbacks. But every time they tried to run at him, they try to put two offensive linemen on him and push him, and he just didn't move. Yeah, it was hysterical. Because yeah, I mean, you, you think of that with Ted Washington, you're like, okay, yeah, you try to move him, that doesn't happen because he's like, you know, weighs as much as the three of us combined. Mount Washington. Yeah, Washington Monument. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't have a Richard Seymour butts. <laughs> uh, but Seymour was actually also playing fullback in this game. Due to an injury yeah. to Dan Klecko. And they just decide, you know what, fuck it. Fullback's not worth paying. So we'll just plug in Richard Seymour. Didn't look like a fullback, I will say. But Rodney Harrison, the uh, commentators said that we're going to give Rodney an honorary neck roll and a number in the 50s because he's playing like a fucking linebacker. Yeah. Because and the best part was his timing on the snap. For however, he figured out. The snap count and yep. his timing, he would just come sprint. It's like you're watching arena football where he's just running towards the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, you have that one guy in motion. Yeah, yep. it's true. And he timed it perfectly every time. And there was, I think there was one play where he did that and he timed it, but he got picked up by the running back, but the running back was running a screen. And as soon as the running back didn't yes. block Rodney Harrison the way that he Rodney thought he should, yep. I was like, ah, oh, something's up. And just grabbed the guy and just followed him, let him catch the ball. Like, didn't knock it down, let him catch the ball, and then just ragdoll him to the ground for like a two yard loss. It was an amazing play. It was pretty sweet. Uh, but Rodney actually, the week before this game, actually had some words with Randy McMichael, the, is he a tight oh, end? Okay. Um, apparently, after the last game they played, the, the Pages when they won in overtime, uh, McMichael called Rodney Harrison dirty. And apparently this week, uh, I found an article in the Sun Sentinel that said, 
In their ongoing and seemingly endless clash of words, New England Patriots safety Rodney Harrison had an idea last week for Dolphins tight end Randy McMichael. Quote, I think he just needs to basically shut up and play football. Uh, what do you think he would have said if he really said what he wanted to? Yeah. <laughs> this fucking asshole. What did he say to his friends? Yeah. Uh, what did he what did he say to McMichael? Because I'm pretty sure they were they were chatting all game. Um, I didn't really notice it. I don't know. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame either of them. No, yeah. If I was playing against uh Harrison, I'd be fucking telling him he was dirty too. Yeah. You know? Because he is. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. This is, a, this is where it started. While Harrison and McMichael say they have no dislike for each other, their recent conversations through the media have made that difficult to understand. After McMichael <laughs> caught eight passes in the Dolphins' 1913 overtime loss to the Patriots on October 19th, he called Harrison, quote, a dirty player. For emphasis, he added, quote, he's a garbage player. Ooh. McMichael's comments were prompted by Harrison calling him overrated and delivering a forearm to the back of the head. Harrison's response. <laughs> quote when he makes a catch he gets up and does his little dance so when we get a chance we're gonna make him pay we're gonna try and rip his head off dude the boys are beefing mcmichael said he and harrison chatted a little during sunday's game like this game we're talking about but nothing nasty he said they complimented each other at one point after mcmichael dropped a pass harrison delivered a friendly pat on his backside quote anytime somebody calls you out it's sort of disrespecting you harrison said I told Randy during the game, just play football. You're a good player. Just go play football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when people talk shit to each other like that, it it's they're both the same type of person. Yeah. So there's that kind of like underlying thing of like, yeah, I'm being a prick, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, exactly. And then like I, they can see a little bit of each other and each other to know yeah. that like yeah this isn't real hatred we'd probably like each other if we we're on the same team yeah. game well, recognized game yeah we're exactly we're, yeah. we're we're playing the game that needs to be played here uh but i think mcmichael may have also been uh kind of conciliatory because of the game that he had because let's see uh randy mcmichael five targets zero catches zero yards and uh on the one drive that the the Dolphins actually had. They got to the Patriots' 10-yard line. And I think it was third down. McMichael missed his assignment, which was Rodney Harrison coming in on the blitz. And Rodney Harrison strip-sacked Jay Fiedler, which Patriots recovered. And that was like their only scoring chance. So he's like, McMichael was talking about how he's the one that kind of fucked up this game. It wasn't like, quite should, his fault they didn't score. And, huh? We it should call him Rand- Randy The came right back to the red zone and got fucked up again. There's that Richard Seymour, like, 20-yard sack. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they got, like, into field goal range at one point, and then it went uh, – I think I wrote this down. Uh, oh, yeah, it was the beginning of the fourth. It was the first drive of the fourth. They started their own 40, and then on the last play of the third quarter, they hit a deep ball to – I don't even fucking care, uh, which put them at the New England 33 to start the fourth quarter. And then immediately from that, Vrabel got a strip sack – which the Dolphins recovered. So it's third and 20. And then from there, Seymour got another sack. And yeah. now it's fourth and 33 from back on their own side of the field. It was like their own, like 40 something. That's so good. Like, you strip sack and get the ball back to your offense. Your offense doesn't do shit with it. Yep. Brooks Barnard has a punt with 30 seconds left into the wind. If only you guys had even run the ball twice, then he would have punted with the wind at his back. But nope, we've got a punt for the last play in the quarter into the wind. 
Yep. They get the ball hit a big pass or right back to where they were. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, nah. and at this point it's still three, nothing because of the third quarter yeah. and the pages have managed three whole points in this game. And yet it I mean, still felt like the game was out of reach because this defense was just so dominating. And that's what they was, did. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Fourth quarter. This is our game. So we're going to sack them twice and put them fourth and 33. The fuck out of our uh, You field. missed one play on there. It was that near interception from Ty Law. So it went near interception. Yes. That's right. That's right. Strip sack. Actual sack for 13 yards. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Uh, but then I think that was like immediately after that was the play that uh, Falk got knocked out and fumbled. Yes, and they recovered. punted it. Remember Tyrone Poole missed because they punted with the win, I guess. And Tyrone Poole missed the punt. Bounced yeah. at his feet and Kevin Falk recovered it. And then right. the next play he gets knocked out. Yeah. I was such a dirty hit, Andy. Uh, just, Who delivered it? One of the, one of the safeties, I think. Yeah. It was kind of like he got wrapped up from behind by Junior Seau, so his yeah. legs, and then just got like his head taken off, like helmet to helmet. It was clean. He that with his shoulder. It was just bad timing because Junior lunged, barely got his ankles, and like wrapped his both his ankles up at once. Yeah. And Kevin Falk just started falling at that moment, right as he got hit. So he was like, it was his body was like, hit. yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it was dirty, but it was a brutal hit. It was a big hit. Like you knew as soon as he got hit that like he was he was out before he hit the ground. Yeah. Brock Marion. Yes, I think that's what it Maybe, was. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked through their uh roster and I was like, who on this list would I pick <laughs> to do a dirty hit? I think it may have been Brock, Brock Marion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Headhunting. Uh typical Brock. Speaking of headhunting though, uh one of the Dolphins players, this is actually gonna be my best, but this is a perfect segue. His helmet exploded. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that in, in the, the middle uh, of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen Yeah, so I t- I have a couple pictures that I'll I'll post in the show notes, but like holy shit, like it's like it not just a piece chipped off, like no, cracked in directly half. down the center into two like equal yeah. sides, like pieces along, of helmet. Like you know how they have the, like the the stripe along the the middle of the helmet, like it cracked all the way along that was in two pieces. Was it cutting the gold? Is that did they talk about it on the broadcast? No, they didn't. All they really said about it was. Uh, hey, you know the guy who broke the most helmets? Mike Singletary. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> How many helmets did he break? I've never seen that before. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, Drew Bledsoe had his helmet dented. That's not great. I don't remember that. Uh, and the the hit that sheared uh, against the Jets. Oh, right, right. His face apparently was, was twisted and dented because the hit was over. Oh, Lewis. Yeah, how far we've come, you know. Yep, making fun of Kevin Falk for concussions, helmets splitting on the field. Now you can't even touch him. Twelve whole points being scored. Yeah, back (laughs) when football was football, old school football. But we haven't actually touched on the the iconic play of this. Teddy with one D. Teddy with one D. Teddy with one TD. (laughs) Ooh. 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 Uh, this is uh, off the the barnyard uh, dog punt puts the ball like dribble the ball out of bounds at the five not bad and the next play as the announcers are talking about how this is the perfect time to get ricky williams going just pound it out of the end zone yeah. and just give it to your workers that's why you pay them all this money <laughs> uh jay fiedler drops back and throws a pick six to teddy brewski the first play immediately first play yeah as he's saying this which again ridiculous catch though yeah i 
I'd forgotten how good of an interception it was, but this was one of the most athletic plays I've seen a linebacker make. Or just like a pure hands play where it's yeah. like he was like five yards away from this quarterback who was like trying to zip it into tight coverage. Yeah. And it just, no bobble, nothing. Just zip. Nope. Yeah. Just snagged it. Yeah. But even if like he Full, fully it, outstretched too. Yeah. It, it looked like Chatham was there to block that down too. Like he threw that in. That was a bad. There was like the guy covering the receiver was close, two linebackers right there. Yeah. I mean, all his throws in this game were like that though. Like yeah. none of them were good. But this, uh, I mean, th- I don't think this was a play he expected that he was going to get intercepted the way it did. Mm. I just, he just doesn't know the concept of looking anybody off. I think that might be true. And then they figure it out long, soon enough. And yeah, you can watch Teddy in the replay. He just hides behind the blocker real quick and like watches yeah. either and then just, <laughs> yeah, just slowly drifts that way and soon as the throw comes. But like fully outstretched, just absolutely yeah. snags it. His and then walks in the end zone. A plus as well. Oh, the yeah, dropping to his knees and like yeah, sliding like on his knees as he goes and to his drags knees. his feet. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I remember it's iconic. A poster of this, Greg? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they have a poster of like him just like on his knees with his like, yeah. knees in the oh, air, yeah. and then like it's like a like all black bat border. It's like it's like border. platoon, right? You see everyone throwing snow and shit in the air. Yeah. yeah there, there's a, a another iconic picture of him throwing snow up, like by the 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 stands um and like everybody else throwing snow too but that uh even just the throwing the snow to the timing of the song too as if it were like fireworks was absolutely amazing snow on the pa guy with that fucking hey song oh yeah fucking nailed it that was gonna be my best best because like what a fucking song to play Except that's Gary Glitter, so he's been canceled, so he can't play that. Anymore. Why? What happened to Gary Glitter? <laughs> uh, he's a I didn't know that was Gary Glitter. <laughs> Who is Gary Glitter? The Hey Song. He's the guy that wrote that song. He's the he's a pop artist. I think he's a kitty diddler. Oh, play that song anymore? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Lost Profits. Remember those guys? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were into that sort of stuff too. You know? Yeah, the lead singer, huge yeah. diddler. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't listen to them anymore. I mean, I didn't really you can't just do it on headphones. And just don't tell people. Just do it on headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, separate the music from the artist. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I was wrong about that photo you have, Greg. It is the one you were talking about, Andy, of him throwing the snow in the air in front of the fans. Yeah. Mm. It's a great one. It's signed on eBay, 150 bucks. All right. Steady with one D. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Nice. Because he's going back to be like a coaching consultant now, I think. Yeah, I think. Did so. you, know you guys a... remember remember Lisa that we had on Simpsons? Yeah. Oh. Uh, she, <laughs> yeah, sure. She's for, she went to Arizona, so she's a big Teddy Bruschi fan. Bruschi, remember that shirt I got you, Andy? I still have the it. Budweiser looking one. Yeah. 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 Bruschi, king of linebackers. I still <laughs> yeah. have it. I remember. I was probably like. Around this time, maybe like 14. I was, that was like the first time I was like, dude, I just got the dopest Christmas present for my brother. <laughs> it's got beer first on it. It's so only time. Sick, yeah. well, He's yeah. going to fucking love me so much after this. <laughs> that was a great one. That was top notch. Yeah. What happened, Greg? I, I, I went, I remember seeing it at the mall in one of those stands. And remember they used to put those things in the middle of the aisles. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, that shirt is sweet. And I went back later and bought it for you. And I was so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't even been able to uh, unveil my Christmas gift this year you guys got me, which 
is probably on that That's level. Right. It's funnier, but maybe not something I'll wear as often. Yeah, how are we not making you wear that for every episode? Of because he hasn't been on yet. That's true. That's we're true. teasing it, but yeah, it'll happen. We'll even post a picture. You'll have to wear it a bunch. So that's good, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately. Yes. Um, Did you know Teddy was an accomplished saxophonist? I did. I don't remember. I think that came up. One of the announcers said it. Like Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like Lisa Simpson. That's correct. So I'm not going to lie. I thought that that was the only score in the game. I thought it was 10 nothing. Because unlike Greg, I don't watch, I don't look at the score before I watch it. And I have a note right here. I was like, man, too bad we didn't score again. There would have been even more snow. Because like, then, that was like such an organic, like cool thing. And like, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And then like, I, I was like, yeah, it's cool. But like next time we score, it'll be even better. Yep. Because everybody's ready for it. And then they close it out with the safety too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was Which then, like an absolute garbage time safety. Probably the, the only garbage time safety I've ever seen. Because yeah. Miami, th- this is after Tom Brady punts it down to the one. Uh, Miami starts at their own one and is now fourth and eight. I'm like, well, we kind of have to go for it. We're down 10 nothing. There's less than two minutes left. And uh, and it was uh, Vrabel again, wasn't it? Yeah, we've got was. the pressure. Jarvis Green. Well, well, Vrabel basically pushed him into Jarvis Green, who was standing there with his arms wide open. And even the play before, he almost had a strip sack. And yes, he, he did. Got, got his hand on the ball, causing the incompletion. He was just. He was unblockable in this game. It was amazing. All right. You want to do so, best and worst? I think we, we touched on most of the good plays. I have, I have one question before I do that because we've seen a lot of iconic moments in these games, um, but they all seem to be defensive moments. And one of the, the last remaining arguments I'm hearing now about Tom Brady not being the best and they're like scraping the bottom of the barrel now oh, yeah. is I can't believe there's any left. They Tom be- Brady is not the greatest because he doesn't have an iconic moment. What? Yeah. Cause they, Joe they Montana, the argument was Joe Montana has the catch to Dwight Clark. Good point. I don't know what Peyton may have. Well, I mean, I don't think it's a good point. Aaron no, Rodgers has a couple of like hail Marys. You remember? Yeah. Tom like Brady what's has the comeback from twenty? Yeah, but what's the what's the play? Yeah, yeah there's no like one play that you remember Tom Brady. For. I would say That's the spike argument. in the snowball, but I'm partial to that game. No, it's the uh, the the spike in the Rams game where he fucking spikes it and catches mm. it. Yeah, but that's not a play. That's just that's like a, a moment. Play. It's a play recorded. He didn't even make a play though. That's a. <laughs> that's a. Well, like, that also showed that Tom Brady is super cool as a cucumber as a second in your player in like the biggest moments. Like that was when. And even John Madden's commentation of that made it better. He's like, oh, what Tom Brady did just gave me chills. Oh, I've got one. All right. It just came to me. Uh, Tom Brady's touchdown pass against the Saints when they shouldn't have even been in it. And you had Zolax, you know, where's the beef, show ponies, all that garbage. Show ponies. Yeah, whatever the hell it was. (laughs) That was a pretty good one. That's pretty iconic, I think. Yeah. There's a million iconic places. Like you can get fucked with that argument. Well, get, uh, that's the thing. Though. Like Tom Brady has so many. Which one do you choose? Well, no, I think that's the beauty of Tom Brady is that it's not about him being like a a player that can do things that other people can't. He's right. a player that everybody could do what he does, but no one does it every single time and when the pressure's on and just comes through. Like yeah, he's not. He's not even that talented, but he's. <laughs> 
He still fucking wins every time. Yeah. But his, yeah, his fundamentals are so much better than anybody else's mm-hmm. ever. His decision-making, his footwork is just like pocket presence, his yeah. accuracy, his timing, like just all of those pieces. And the fact that he, he does it exactly the same regardless of the situation. Like, it doesn't matter if he's down 28 to three in the Super Bowl. He's still doing the exact same fucking thing over and over again. And the fact that he can do it on such a high level for so long, I think is what makes it. The consistency is really. And also the fact that he doesn't like put himself in the situations where he needs to be the hero either. So you're saying Belichick's a bad coach? Are you on team Greg? (laughs) No. Oh, I I have a, I have a pro Belichick take here. You guys want to hear this one? Oh my God. Let's hear this. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me figure it. This is, uh, we are at. What what time in the meeting are we? I, oh, fuck, I can't find 6 it. 6 p.m. 2021. Go on, Greg. I'm listening. I'm going to cut this. Well, all of this, you're hearing a lot of talk now that Brady won the Super Bowl that they're like, oh, if the, if the Patriots had just gone out and like got some weapons for Brady, maybe he would have stayed. Mm-hmm. They tried. Like they went and got Demarius Thomas. They got They got Antonio Brown. You know, got people Josh were getting Gordon. hurt. They got Josh Gordon. Like they, they, yeah. they got a ton of people. It just, they just didn't work out. Yeah, the fact it's that not Belichick's fault. All the people they got, like every single one of them, didn't work out. Is just like yeah, they, they. I thought they made more of an effort that year than they had like any previous years. Yeah, but I feel like they've been doing it for a couple of years too. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. they had been just kind of like selling out a bit. Like they drafted Nikhil Harry. It's the first yeah, yeah, they drafted wide Nikhil receiver Harry that year too. Yeah. And so the year like, before don't fucking talk to me about them not right. trying to surround him with weapons. Exactly. And the year did. before they drafted um Sony, Sony Michelle too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like offensive pieces to to for him to build around. So yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work out. That's yeah, just that's how football yeah. works. You know, Antonio Brown is gonna molest his fucking trainer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing much you could do there. Not, Although nothing's not changed, going. but th- like all that heats off of him all of a sudden for some reason. Yeah, you know, time heals weapons. all wounds, Andy. Huh. He's Imagine also not that. gonna like give stupid contracts out either, like the Carson Wentz one that you know <laughs> he has one good year, gets hurt, and they're like, you know what? Here's a new contract that pays you shitloads of money. That the Eagles the are now on the hook for yeah. 30 million, 34 million this year. I th- he's I not going to be on the team. It's the biggest. Just traded for him, and they have two years and $45 million committed. Yeah. But they have to pay like 34 million this year. It's the biggest dead cap hit yeah. ever in the history of the league. Oh, the Eagles are fucked too. They're both fucked. And this is all after building a statue of their backup quarterback who they also shipped out <laughs> in front of the stadium. <laughs> Dude, those people have tattoos of that guy. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, if you win the Super Bowl, I get that. <laughs> but, but like, building statues seems a little premature, especially when you're still on the team. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Anybody can do it. Nobody does it as consistently as Tom. It's true. It's true. All right, best of words. Let's go. All right, oh, wait, give me your best wait, wait, before we do it, can we do trivia? Remember we talked. Oh last yeah, week trivia. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, I'm not. I'm not gonna go overboard here, but I just have. I'm gonna try and pull one trivia question a week love it in the context to the dynasty okay 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 all right so since 2001 yeah there have been seven players on the patriots that have caught a hundred passes but are not wide receivers a hundred passes total or yes rob gronkowski 
Yep, Rob Gronkowski is number one with 521 receptions. Five, 520, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez is number five. Oh, shit, he's on there. How many are there? Seven? There's seven, yep. Okay. Um, James White. James, James White, White yeah. is number three. Kevin, Kevin Falk. Falk? Kevin Falk is number two. Ooh, number two, see? That's what I'm saying. How mm-hmm. many did he have? He had... 431 catches. Damn. That's a, lot. a running Well, that's back. actually 1999 to 2001. That's fine. Close enough. I'll give it to him. Uh, so we're missing... Vereen. Vereen. Ooh, nice 107. Job, He's number yeah. seven. Ben Watson? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Watson, Ooh. 184. He was fourth. So that's six. We got one more. Yeah, in sixth place. Non-receiver. It's not going to be the fullback. Larry Sennis. Has to be a running back or a I'll give you his time frame. Yeah. 2002 through 2006. So he's on this roster. Now ish. Daniel Graham. Really? Mm hmm. 120 catches. Wow. So he has more than what did Watson have? Watson had 184. Okay. Dude, Hernandez had 175 in three seasons. That's bananas. <laughs> he could have been so good. That was my takeaway oh, from that list is, God damn it, Hernandez. Bitch. So <laughs> yeah, that offense would have given people problems for fucking Dude, years. Like, it's almost insolvable. The contracts, too. Like, they had them both locked up. Yeah. And it because it was one of those, like, unsolvable offenses because – Right. You could run out two tight ends and just run a fucking power run theme. And as soon as they ship on more defensive linemen or linebackers, you just fucking spread it out. Same fucking guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, brutal. What could have been? What We're complaining been? that they only won six Super Bowls. That might be, that might be the overall dynasty worst. <laughs> no. Aaron Hernandez. I think it's second, everybody's second. dynasty worst. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do? That is my worst take of all time is yeah. that. Hernandez will end up with a better career than Gronk. And it's getting Ooh. worse. <laughs> every, every year it gets worse. It's, it's still going. Like about yeah. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. You didn't even hit the wood yet. You got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough look. Yeah. I, I like that you're still owning up to it, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're the, you got to eat your Kellerman. humble pie, you know? The Max Kellerman of the Brown family. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do best and worst. That was great, Greg. Yeah, keep, keep those coming. I like that. Greg, you can go first on best or worst since great trivia question and you didn't watch the game. Okay, my best, Ty Law. I made this promise a while ago, but anytime Ty Law has an interception in an NFL game, he will be named the best of the game. He almost had a couple other like dope diving ones, like cutting back on it. He was hurt too, right? He was playing through injury. He pulled a hammy on the the second almost interception, Yeah. yeah. Uh, my worst is HP <laughs> printers. <laughs> I had about an hour and a half fucking battle royale with my printer before getting on this call. Greg and... is trying to print his notes for the call. Why does it say paper jam when there's no paper jammed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, you go, Andy. I got a couple. All right. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to figure out what my best and worst are here. Um, what do we have? Oh, 
My best was the graphic that they showed uh, probably halfway through the game. Uh, the game fact was the title of it. It was seats filled with fans, 45,000. Seats filled with snow, 17,000. Huh. Wait, so they couldn't get people in those 17,000? I think that's just how many people showed up. Yeah, but those people didn't uh, show up. A lot of people just like looked outside and said, it's fucking two feet of snow. I'm all set. I still don't understand how they do that. They they just they do just it by manual power, right? Yeah, well, you've yeah, you've never seen on like the highlights where they basically have well nowadays they figure out where the they shoots. put like the yeah, they put the shoots and everybody just like shovels the snow into the shoots. But yeah, there's no yeah, but just think about like process. shoveling in like small crevices is a pain in the ass. I don't you know? think they even had shovels. What they use their hands? I don't know. They just <laughs> follow it up, it just shoves shots of the stands and like any NPC had this gigantic snow mound on it. Yeah, that's see, that's what I would expect to see is like that's what it was yeah. because there's yeah. the opening shot of the whole like YouTube is this dude sitting on top and pulling his kid up to the top. Yeah, just, just dragging his ass up. That's so awesome. Like, oh yeah, you're that kid, and you're just like, oh. all right, let's go. Hell yeah. That's pulling you on top of the snowbank. You can get a better view because you're high. It's a great up. memory. Yeah. Right? Yeah, fucking right. I bet uh remember when like uh Buffalo was doing like get a free ticket if you come and help us shovel the stadium. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a, a couple a, years ago. That's a great look. That's a great look. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that was sort of my best too. That was probably my my number one. Because like the fans here were A plus plus. Oh yes. Yeah, the guys that showed the people that showed up in this game were were like the hardcore. Like they were here for a good time. There was a dude with a sign that said, "Today's special is frozen fish." It's <laughs> <laughs> it. like the very end of the game. Oh, yeah, that's that's early two thousands humor there. Yeah, it was. squeeze the cheese. Yeah, I don't know if you want uh, the very last like clip of the YouTube. Uh, yes, is the dude with this Dolphins construction hat just getting a fucking load of snow dumped yeah. on him? By so, him? Yeah, somebody hit him with like a massive fucking salt in the back of his head. Just like. Poof, and like the whole snowball just like exploded across him. Um, and he just like he had like one of those like rubber masks on too. Yeah. But you could tell like the whole just the way he was, you're so dejected. Be like, yeah, can't believe I fucking flew up from Florida for this. I had to sit in this fucking snow yeah. and we fucking lost 12 nothing and now I'm getting pelted <laughs> with snowballs. Uh, yeah, dude. For as good as much fun as the Patriots fans had with that because we won and because they're serving beer because it was so fucking cold, just sitting on yeah. snow. That Dolphins guy was having the absolute worst fucking time. Yeah. Um, but for my worst, I will say this was the 18th game in a row where the Patriots have failed to score an opening drive touchdown. I see that. I feel like you're saying that because we score one next week, but all right. No, I don't know. They just they show the stat at the beginning. It's like, oh, the Patriots haven't had an opening drive touchdown in the last 17 games. And then they didn't score with this game either. So it's up to 18 now, which isn't great. But they also never lose if they're winning at halftime. Yeah, so yes, winning games, Whatever. winning ugly. Patriots are never they're never like a fast starting team, I feel. They're second half team most. Uh all right. I will throw one extra on the fans. Hundred straight sellout. Yes, this was the hundredth straight sellout since the crafts bought the team. Mm. Not too I'll bad. Start with my negatives. It was sort of uh the field goal kicking from Venetari. It was sketchy. You put that one right on it. The extra yeah. extra point after Teddy's touchdown was a doinked doink. it through. Yeah. Almost almost a double doink. Like yes. it hit one and came back across and just went behind the other. It was a 54 yarder with the wind in your back at the end of the half that he missed too. Barely though. He Barely did not miss that by much. 
but yeah, I'm curious if the the holding situation on a now, these are all pre Paxton getting hurt. Yeah, no, but the the holder was no longer Damon. Ken Walter, oh, with Damon right, Heward. Right. So they hadn't had a lot of time to to get acquainted, if you will. Let's not throw around baseless allegations here, Andy. Okay, uh, I'm just repeating what the commentator said, so you can take it. You up don't come that. after hey, Damon without hey, some hard had, proof. Commentators had a great line: uh, "Asante Samuel's missed interception." He's like. I hope it didn't hurt him because it hit him right in the fucking hand <laughs> slash chest. It did. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, but you know, you know, I know you gave it to Ty Law, but I'm going to give it to Eugene Wilson. Hey, Ooh. Eugene. Ricky really? In this game, there was that third and one where Ricky Williams bursts through the line. It's one on one, him and Eugene. Oh, yeah. That's the same move that Portis put on. Yes. Shoestrings him and holds him. Great call. Yeah, he did. He was like last man, last defender, one on one with Ricky Williams and just catches enough of his feet. He had a, like a big hit where he laid lumber early in the game. And he did. they were talking about how he went to Illinois. And yep. I think that he was at Illinois when the Patriots had the miracle on Lake Champlain game. Oh, you might. Right? Because right. that was their stadium. We were playing there last year. Yeah, it was. 2002, yeah, against the... his rookie year, so it was his senior year, so he probably was at that fucking game. Oh, fuck, he may have been. Watching yeah. the Patriots come yeah. back on the, on, the like on the If you're a senior or whatever, about oh. to get NFL drafted on the football yeah. team, you're at the Patriots game there. That's interesting. I bet, yeah, I wonder if he was. <laughs> That's funny. Not bad. What's your worst? Field goal kicking. Oh, right. Start with the worst, you know? Let's finish. Yeah, nice. yeah. All right, a couple last things. Um... The poll that they put up for this game, because they seem to do that every game now, which of the following players should be the AFC starting Pro Bowl quarterback? I'm going to give you a list here. Um, one of these things, not like the others. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Steve McNair, Trent Green, John Kitna. Kitna which one's Bengals, right? I, I, I couldn't Kitna? Tell. You John Kitna? Ask? What do you mean? Kitna's a legend. Yeah. This is when the Bengals first started getting good, too. They had been shit for wicked long, I think. Up to Bengals point. legend John Kitna? Yeah, Kitna's awesome. The uh, whole Kitna caboodle? You know, Kitna, <laughs> Trent Green, they're the same. That wasn't obvious as obvious to me. Yeah. No, Trent, this is Trent Green, Chiefs era. This is, he's... Yeah, he's handing the ball off to Priest Holmes. Yeah, but he's still putting up gaudy numbers because of it. Yeah. And lastly, this doesn't really have to do with the, with the podcast, except that it's... Uh, both of you are involved in it but facebook today gave me those like oh you know on this day thing and you were both involved for some reason uh and i just want to know if you remember what either of these are about because you both posted on my facebook greg from 13 years ago um february 18th 2008 yo andy you're probably gonna poop on for this but i lost my cell phone this weekend i need your number so i can call you about tomorrow and don't tell mom or Ellie. Okay. And then Steve's this, I I don't know what it is. So maybe you can try some light on it. Years. 12 years ago, February 18, 2009. So one year after to the day, one of my roommates does. As to the reason why your guess is as good as mine, but you know, I got a better arm than you and Greg. He might be the soccer princess, but you're his prince. <laughs> Well, the last part remains true, but I don't remember the arm part. 
don't either. Uh, Have you guys also- scrubbed your Facebook yet? No. No. I mean, what that means. You know, like every time someone gets drafted, they always comb their. Okay. Yeah. Greg, we. I keyword Twitter that gets you in trouble. You I know. I keyword searched my Facebook, though. How bad was it? Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of weed stuff, but nothing really Man, problematic. Yeah. At this <laughs> point, dude, I would just openly like be like, yo, let's smoke a blunt this weekend, John. <laughs> it's, like, it's a public forum. What was I doing? <laughs> yeah. I did that no less than like like 15 times. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what searches you, you put out there. But clearly, blunt was one of them. Yeah. 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 What else? Like weed, smoke, bitch. yeah, like anything, like any bad yeah. word I could think of. You jibba? No, but that's probably a <laughs> probably, probably should. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well, what the hell's next week? Tuesday, Wednesday. Next week? I mean, there will be those days next week. Correct. Friday. <laughs> well, that's tomorrow. Uh, oh, tomorrow. That's, that's not. What are you guys week. doing this weekend? The same thing I do every weekend, which is masturbate furiously over the world. Yes. (laughs) Ooh, that was a deep cut. I know. Smoke a blunt, dude. With Josh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're getting the puppy this weekend. I I found one where I was messaging John on Facebook, and I posted something. I was like, "Yo." You ever gonna come back and like clean up that pizza you threw in my wall and fix my smoke detector? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a valid question. Yeah, and he goes, "That wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly him. Definitely. <laughs> All right, next week is back to Gillette again. Uh, back back home games. So I'm welcoming in the four and nine Jacksonville Jaguars. Skip. Game. Can we skip this one? I do not remember. I don't remember this at all either. You can skip it. That's kind right. of what I was expecting. <laughs> What's the next good one? Uh, Super Bowl, Greg. Dude, I can't wait for these playoffs. Uh, yeah, the next good one is probably the last game of the season. Because the Patriots have just won the AFC East. They did. As and we speak it into existence right now. Yep. And they are first in the AFC because Kansas City lost. So both yep. teams are now 11 and two. And the Patriots have a better uh, number one conference record or something like that. Because one of their losses was to the NFC. To the Redskins. To the Redskins of all teams. So now we're just talking positioning these last couple games here, yep. right? You went out and you're in first. You have home field advantage all the way through. But they've clinched, clinched the division already. With six games to go, is that right? Was no. Four oh, teams, no, okay. three, three games, three games and then three playoffs. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I'll see you guys in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the Super Bowl. Maybe the Super Bowl. No, um, are you kidding me? I'm not. The Super Bowl is not even the one I'm most excited for. Oh boy, I have an idea, but I'll yeah, this is like my favorite fucking single game performance by any player ever. Oh boy. Is this your Eugene thing? He's actually integral in it too, but no. Okay. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. You know. All right. Uh, Well, until then, if you have any feedback for us, if you uh, 
want to hear more of Greg's trivia or drug stories, or you want <laughs> Steven to actually put the puppy on the episode next week, you can Ooh, text us. Text also, us on the hotline. I wanted to shout out mom. Cause that's where I get my hatred of all technology from. <laughs> that's all I was thinking while I was like fucking cussing out this printer. I was like, this is, this is mom. <laughs> well, I mean, my, when I used to do like it support, my, every time I go for an interview, they'd be like, Oh, so why are you good at this? I'm like, well, let me tell you about my mother. I'll tell you this story. <laughs> One day I came home from college and, uh, I walked in and she was yelling at the printer, not at me about the printer, but at the printer. Eventually it turned to me. Um, So she was yelling at the printer. So I walked over and said, hey, Mom, what's going on? What's uh, what's up with the printer? And she turns, looks at me, says, goddamn fucking printer won't print. I'm like, okay, what's what's going on? She's like, I don't fucking know, I won't fucking print. So I walk over, look at the printer and I hit the on button and it turns on and starts to print. (laughs) And so to thank me, she turns to me and says, why the fuck does a printer have an on button? It storms away. Dude, my favorite was... This was me, like, I walked to the door coming home from college. And that was my welcome home. Hey, welcome back. Yeah. My favorite was, like, I heard her, like, cussing in the other room. And I'm, I walk over and she's like... It was when iTunes first came out. And she's like, I can't get this fucking song to play. I walk over. I'm like, all right. I mean, I've done iTunes before. And I like just double click a song. I started playing. She goes, what'd you do? I was like, I double clicked it. She's like, you got to click it twice. <laughs> I was like, well, after like you clicked once, what was your next troubleshooting thing to do? <laughs> Yell at it. Yeah. So yeah, so I tell that story and I never didn't get the job because of it. So because of mom's anger towards technology. Yeah. And she, now Always. she's now she's good at it. But she fights quarantine. Yeah. She's she's, she's a made Zoom queen, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She Instead of getting frustrated, she tries to like actually figure it out. Which she does. I need to learn that. That like <laughs> I I just get so mad at like the people that design it. Where I'm like, why the f- are you trying to like make me go through this labyrinth of like bullshit just to get your thing to work? Yes, maybe yes, we are. Yeah, and instead of getting mad, I should just be like, okay, let's just solve this problem, Gregory. It'll be easier for you and less stressful if you just... I'm going to mail you my percussive maintenance tool. What's that? A baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) Works every time. Sometimes all you got to do is threaten it. Be like, you see this right here? And then it starts printing. Problem solved. I have a tendency to like rough it up a little. <laughs> just like Sometimes that's all in Punch the buttons and be like, oh, yeah. And yeah, you like that? You piece of shit. <laughs> you dirty girl. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you have any printer stories or, or you need any tech support, mm. uh, you can text us. The Dynasty hotline. What's the number? Oh, let me get it. Let me get it. All right. All right. 603. Yeah. This is the hard part. Dude. Yeah. Save our season. Yeah. Oh, SOS. Yeah. 505. Yeah. That's why Z505 seems such a weird beginning. And then it's Troy Brown for three. 8013. Yeah. Four three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got there. You want to do that the whole thing? All we got once? there. <laughs> By the way, think... update on my Sporkle endeavors. Oh, boy. I recently completed all the capital cities of Africa. Okay. Go ahead, ask me one. Uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is Harare. Okay. 
Uh, but the thing is, I've never act- Algiers. I've never actually heard them pronounced. So all the Egypt. pronunciations are just in my head, <laughs> yeah. which is kind say. of fun. Like, Ugadagu. Nuakchot. Which I have no idea if that's correct, but I know how to spell it. That's Guatemala. Guatemala is actually not in Africa. That's true. But it's Guatemala City. Ethiopia. Ethiopia is Addis Ababa. What about uh, Djibouti? <laughs> Djibouti is Djibouti. <laughs> Djibouti, Djibouti. Shaking Djibouti. Shaking Djibouti. That should be a song. Djibouti, Djibouti. Djibouti, Djibouti. Imagine like United States of America, United States of America. Yeah. I think all capital cities should just be the, the name of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should be. make this whole thing a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> this cruise would be so much easier. Ugadugu is my favorite. Ugadugu has a great yeah. name. Which country is that? Yeah, that is Burkina Faso. Okay. Or Chad. Burkina Faso. Hmm. No. <laughs> Pronunciations are not my. Well, thing. Yeah, we're really good at this. Burkina Faso. <laughs> Give me a Burkina In Jamaica. So if you know how to pronounce any of these, yeah, you can text us 603-505-8043. They leave uh, us a voicemail with the correct pronunciation. Of <laughs> no, text us the correct pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And until next week, we will see you later. See you later. See you later.